You're listening to the Mimi B Podcast, a lifestyle podcast that is designed to help you transform your life and become the best version of yourself possible. On this podcast, we talk about health, personal growth, career, and pretty much everything else it takes to become the best you there is. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard. I own the online magazine, Mimi B, and I create courses on how you can upgrade your life to the next level. Every single one of us has the ability to produce extraordinary results in our lives, and this podcast is going to help you get there. Hey guys, welcome back to the Mimi B podcast. Today I'm doing a Q&A with my lovely boyfriend. We've gotten a ton of questions about our long distance relationship and a ton of other stuff. A lot of you girls want tips from a man, so I've brought Ben on again. I love recording with you, Ben. <laughs> Hello. Hello, world. Before we get into today's content, today's episode, I wanted to tell you a little bit about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked is the leading provider of at-home health tests. If you are curious about any hormone imbalances, you know, how your liver is functioning, like there's so many different tests on their website, like an abundance of them. So I actually wanted to get insight into my hormonal health. That's why I mentioned hormones. So I've taken their female hormone test and it's really, really simple and very easy because I get medically approved results in like two to five days, which is pretty unheard of. So quickly on how the process works, your test is delivered straight to your door when you order from letsgetchecked.com. You just have to self-collect your blood sample from the tip of your finger, super easy, super simple, and then you just mail the sample back to their accredited laboratories in the prepaid label that they also send you. You also receive support and guidance from the entire medical team there who are available 24-7 to offer you the personalized advice that you need to know for your hormone health. If you're curious about your health or have some worrying symptoms but don't have the time to visit a doctor's office, then you can order from a range of sexual health tests, men's health, women's health, and general wellness tests at letsgetchecked.com. You can also go to the link in the show notes and it goes right to the hormone test that I personally did. So this week only, you guys have a code for 30% off. And this is crazy. Like that's such a huge discount and it is only for a limited time. So it's until the end of this week. And yeah, if you use Mimi30 at checkout, you get 30% off. Highly recommend this, guys. I've done it myself and it's way easier than going all the way to the doctor's office. And with my discount, it's not that expensive at all. Anyway, back to our episode. Hi, I've, Ben. <laughs> hi. I'd be interested to see the results of the hormone test. Oh, okay. Okay. So, <laughs> is it going to show how hormonal you are? Or? You know what? I was actually, that's really funny. That, that's a really funny joke. You know, I'm really I, impressed with I that, I didn't ben. mean it as a joke. I was yeah. just curious to see some results. I'm really impressed with you today. That's that's really good good joking on your end, babe. <laughs> My, <laughs> your jokes usually aren't that funny, but that's actually kind of funny. I, I, that, I'm only getting started. Um, am, I, am I hormonal to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can be. We'll see the results. I know I have two hormonal pimples on my forehead right now, but I don't You're think my personality. Beautiful. Thank you. Do you think my personality is hormonal right now? Not right now. Um, you just turn the heater on with your foot. Oh. Can you turn it off? Okay. 
Um, anyway, so Ben and I got let's let's direct the conversation to me not being moody. Um, Ben and I got a ton of questions. Off. Okay, thank you. Um, we're laying on the couch, by the way. We're just going to give you a bit of a, a scene-setting situation. Ben and I are laying on my couch. It's actually the rainiest night. It's the rainiest night. It's a Sunday night in France. It's, ben came to visit me this weekend. so cozy. It's so cozy. I've, I'm tucked up in a little ruggle-buggle. Oh, a little <laughs> ruggle-buggle. And I'm on the long bit of the sofa, and it's comfy, and we just watched something on Netflix. We just watched Riverdale on Netflix, the first That's, episode. Yeah, we'd never seen it. It was pretty good. Did you like it? Yeah, it's good. You liked it? I, I liked it. I feel like the acting wasn't great, but like that's the really? kind of type of show. Oh, I thought it was quite good. No, okay, maybe not the acting. I feel like the script is just like a little bit unrealistic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Okay, anyway, but yeah. we needed a new show to watch. We hadn't really gotten into a we, show since yeah, Prison been, Break, right? We, well, and we've been working hard today. And we have. We've yeah. both been hustling. We both we, have we our... We don't actually do that much, like, leisure stuff, really. Yeah, we actually don't. Like, in terms of watching stuff, we really don't do that. And if we watch something, it's, like, usually a documentary where we're learning anyways. Yeah. So we gave ourselves a break and started Riverdale. Um, Documentaries, the weirder the better. Yeah. Oh, my God. You guys don't even know what we've been, like... Okay, we won't even get into it, but, like, weird stuff, like, crime stuff. Yeah. Not too weird. Not before bed, particularly for you. Oh, my God, I can't. Remember we watched that Madeline McCann thing before bed, and I, oh, like, yeah. had nightmares all night. Yeah. I hate negative stuff. Okay, moving on. To business. To business. So today, we're going to do a little Q&A, Mimi and Benjamin, and we have a ton of questions um, from Instagram. Have we actually? Yeah. Remember I did that the oh, yeah. Insta story? Sweet. We have so many people asking. People love you, Ben. We need to bring you on the show more often. They love me? They love you. Oh. Aw. You little shy boy. So, and I love recording with you, by the way. Yeah. I really do. It's fun. Because I feel like we actually get to talk. Like, we're just so used to each other's company now that we often don't really get into, like, deep, deep conversations about things that are, like, you know, Things that you wouldn't normally talk about, right? Yeah. So let me just try to get this up. Oh, right. First topic. First topic. How have both of your lives improved for the better since being together? By the way, guys, this is me reading out all these questions real time. I've, I haven't seen any of them yet. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, so ben, that was just now. That was just now. Well, well I just me answering. Yeah. Okay, how have has my life improved yeah. since being? And I can okay. answer it too. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I would say, firstly, yeah, it's the companionship. Someone who's like just like you, but like a equal opposite <laughs> and a conjugal. Oh, cool word. Partner, yeah. No, it's just someone who thinks the same way as you, likes to do the same things as you, has the same goals as you. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it's humans are meant to pair up. We are. We're yeah. so much better together. It's, it's an instinctual thing, isn't it? Ben, we literally bring out the best in each other. And people are happier as well. Like, like you were saying before, before we started being together, you'd, you'd have to do all sorts of stuff that you don't like doing. Yeah. Like you were forced to go out at night. And Well, I wasn't forced. I could have made the decision, but I just, yeah, I, no, but... I felt that I needed to go out to meet people. And like, I, I, I felt yeah, like I needed. you feel the pressure. You feel more pressure to do that. hundred percent. Exactly. Oh, and so like, much well, more. If you like to go out, then you like to go out. But 
if if you feel you have to go out because you don't have a girlfriend or boyfriend or something that's mm-hmm. that's not ideal obviously you don't have to be like that if you're single but no i know but it's harder to meet people when you don't go out it is yeah of course it is you God, keep pressing on that radiator um uh but yeah no that's that's you you, you like don't have pressure to do things you can just like be with each other and that's all you need like uh you remember the first few weeks of us dating we used to just go to your flat just like bed sit notting hill mm-hmm. and spend the full weekend there the full like 48 hours plus just together almost, almost in one room yeah because i had a studio apartment and that was like the best yeah we were just weekend together ever. and we would just hang out and talk in in basically a bedroom. Okay, but we did at the beginning when we first started dating. Like, we went out a lot. We drank a lot. We, like, went out together. And I guess that's a great way to, like, meet each other. Or not meet each other, but get to know each other. It's, like, drinking a bit and, you know. It's, it feels like a safer way. To, it's a like, safer way. You, you get really comfortable. Yeah. I, I think. Like, I, I've never really dated around with, like, without having alcohol involved. And I, and I think it was yeah. because I wasn't comfortable enough because I, I was... I felt that was really different. But now, like, looking back, like, there are definitely ways that you can meet people and not drink. Like, you can still go on dates and go to the bar and just, like, order a soda water. Like, there, I, I think, because I've had a lot of questions from girls asking that, too. It's, like, how do you not drink a lot and also meet guys and go out on dates? Well, if, well, if you're out with other girls as well, that's you've got all your backup. You've got your, like, you've got your crew. But I think we're deviating from the point. Okay, there. going back to the point. Uh, yeah, I think I think in terms of just making your lives better, it's it's all the obvious stuff, but it is it's real, it's very real stuff. Um, companionship, yeah, that comfort of just being a, a pair, a team. Yeah, can I tell you what has been my favorite part about being with you? Please. Well, not my favorite, but one of my favorite parts is that. Well, this is my favorite part about myself being with you. Okay, it's that I feel like I've never been more me than ever before like you just allow me to be unconditionally myself and you just like it's not even a conscious thing just being with you and you just your support it's just I can do and be whoever I need to be like you never judge you only support and I love that so much but my life has improved as a whole because again the companion companionship thing it's like having that partner and having you i'm just happier like on a daily basis i'm just a happier person yeah i feel like i'm more me with a girlfriend than than you are with any other but even like your best friends yeah you kind of hit a level of comfort yeah that you don't hit even with best friends obviously it depends on the individual Mm -hmm. but yeah that's quite a thing and that is it's so liberating to just relax and be just let your inner thoughts just speak out you out yeah and doing exactly what you feel like doing if even if it's like something very odd Um, (laughs) we're so weird together (laughs) yeah yeah no it's so true it's so so true i love it i love it i love it um tips for meeting the parents for the first time Ooh. I uh, was so nervous when I met your parents yeah, for the you first were, time. You were. I wasn't, was I? No, but I think because we were dating for a while, I met your parents before you even asked me to be official. Yeah, that's unusual. 
you were like, yeah, I come out for dinner with my whole family. That's definitely unusual. Yeah. I was like, okay. And I, we went to, we went to dinner and I ordered the salmon, which is my favorite at the Ivy. We, I got the salmon and that's like my favorite dish there. And I was literally so nervous that I ate like two bites. Guys, this is how embarrassing it was when I first met his parents. I ate like two bites of the meal and I was just so nervous that I had no appetite. And when the waiter came to pick up the plates, he asked me, he was like, was everything okay? You didn't eat anything. And in front of everybody. Do you remember that? Why why did you do that? And I was literally so mortified. I was like, oh, I'm I'm fine. I was just so nervous. And it just put so much attention onto me. And I was like, fuck. But um, yeah, no tips. You know what? I think be yourself. And I know that just sounds pretty cheesy, but like usually it's, it's, it's really, you just have to be confident and be yourself. Usually it's way better than you ever expected it to be. Don't worry. And like, you know, make up scenarios in your head of like the negative things that could happen. Like just really go in there, be confident and like just be you, you know, because at the end of the day, like you can't really hide something for so long. If you're going to be dating this guy for a long amount of time, like they're going to end up knowing the real you, right? Yeah. Well, I one of the, so I'll go back to you meeting my parents quite early on. And I'd say one of the reasons that you met them quite early on, I think they happened to be coming up into London uh, around that time anyway. Um, but you're also like a, quite an obvious introduced to parents like you're quite a hit with parents anyway just naturally and you can kind of tell that. I am good with parents. so so many people you can just tell that but I would say yeah in terms of tips um of being you've got to rather than like consciously thinking um rather than consciously thinking oh I should be like this or I should act like this or I should try and give this impression when you do that you're you're, you're always going to overthink and not like think clearly and be what you're trying to be you're better off thinking of it in this way I think you just behave like you would when you're with your friend's parents which Mm -hmm. is quite a relaxing situation um but it's quite a natural thing to flick into if you kind of just treat them like you're meeting a friend's parents and and also it's kind of cute if you're a bit nervous like if I was a parent meeting my child yeah you want partner yeah you want them to be nervous like a dad once the the boys his his daughter's boyfriend to be a little bit you know certainly not cocky yeah definitely not um, but for a girl for a girl i think i feel like it's very relaxed i mean some people say that a guy's mum it watches a bit like a hawk or whatever but mm-hmm. no I, I, your mom is so chilled i don't think anyone's does really too much i mean it depends on the individual but at the end of the day it's not like something to stress about mm-hmm. because you're dating the the boy or the girl and not not the parents but and and if they've raised that particular person it's going to be natural should be the personalities should be somewhat aligned but yeah i'd i'd say treat it like you're meeting a friend's parents cuz you're always quite relaxed and totally yeah yeah were you nervous before meeting my parents no cuz i met your mum first and your mum is almost kind of like a friend, isn't she? She's just yeah. Like my mom's so chilled. Yeah, she's 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 very she's social. quite young, young minded and like fun, and uh, she's certainly not stiff. She's very accepting. Yeah, yeah, she's certainly not stiff or difficult or anything like that. So that was very easy. that was like meeting a friend of yours. 
<laughs> yeah, and you met her before we we were official either, because um, yeah, she came, came to, to my event. my event. Yeah, like two years ago. Wow, that was two years ago. My event, babe, my yeah. first event. Yeah, not becoming Superwoman, guys. This was um, my Mini B relaunch party. Yeah, we're launching again like this week, so I launch like every two years. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so when you met my dad, though, I, you were kind of nervous when you met my dad. I, I wasn't nervous. I, I've, I've done it a few times Celeste before. and I were watching you when it was happening. We were, we were, it was kind of cute. It was in BB's house. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, I, I, I was definitely wasn't nervous because I've done that thing lots of times before. And Oh, really? You yeah. met, okay, but not with your soulmate. No, that's true. Thanks. Um, but uh-huh. it's, I get on with older guys. Yeah. I, okay. I, I, it's something I'm very confident. With. So you weren't nervous when you were meeting my dad. Not particularly, no. And he. Celeste and I were watching you, and you were like a bit nervous. Well, I wasn't. I remember it vividly. Okay. Um, okay. But uh, he, your your dad is also a very chilled and humorous person, and he gives that impression immediately. Mm-hmm. So he was nervous. Was yeah? Well, I suppose he probably was. Yeah. Because it was the first boyfriend I ever yeah. introduced to him. But I, I've had, like, scary dads before. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Sure. Oh, yeah. Big time. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, another question. Because I think, you know, I think it's good for us to answer this, these types of questions that I'm about to say, because I think that we have a freaking amazing relationship, and we always say that. Like, we have an amazing communication skill between us i think whereas like a lot of other couples when they get in fights they get in huge crazy fights people hate each other like it's this huge thing we definitely have had that but i think in general like when one of us pisses the other off we're really good at kind of being like babe didn't make me feel good let's you know yeah i feel like there's a critical mass once it gets beyond a certain point it it can get so out of control but if we keep it within yeah, that but that's just communicate. Okay, but yeah, going back to my question, and wait, do you not agree that I think we have a freaking oh, to- epic relationship totally. like compared to everyone else I know? Like oh, we probably yeah, have the yeah, best yeah. relationship. Yeah, yeah, because I think at the basis of it, we've got like such a good friendship and understanding, yeah. rather than just attraction. Exactly. Um, how do you stop arguments from reoccurring once they've been put to bed? That is a darned good question. Who asked that? Who asked that? Well, no, I'm not saying any names, but... Well, that's a hell of a question. So how do you stop them? So I think having... When you you have a fight, this is what Ben and I have done. We've had fights, and then we fight it out, whatever, and then afterwards we, like, talk it out when we're both calm or not hating each other anymore. Like, we talk it out, and we talk about strategies on how to not do that again how to you know come back from it stronger like ways that we can prevent those fights from happening we both self-examine which is such a key thing so important because so many people i feel like that's like one of the biggest things that stops that from stops a a fight from ever being resolved is if the person never self-examines because if you never look at it from the other person's point of view and you're always just stick and it's it becomes more about sticking to your guns and winning than mm. actually like trying to make a happier situation and trying to get to a better place. It, it can often be about winning and you just get it. And the further you get into that hole, <laughs> then, the worse it gets. Yeah. So I think the two things that we do that 
really just works for us and would work in any relationship, I think, is A, self-examining, and B, it is thinking in the moment that you're in this together and not against each other. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I actually learned because I like follow this relationship therapist on Instagram. Oh, Liz, she's come on the podcast. So, and I want to get her on again. Yeah. Remember her, you Liz? Are, you asked me to listen to the podcast. Yeah, I did. I you did. did. Yeah. Oh, Hasn't good. she done two? Or maybe? No, she's coming on again. Um, anyway, so that's the other thing. It's, it's remembering. It's, it's a new thing to you. And I say it to you when we fight because I feel like... It's you- good. It's a good way of... Uh, thinking about it it's, it's like, like a new way we're in this it. together it's like it's it's us against the problem not us against each other yeah do you know what i mean so having that mentality in fights and reminding the other person in like the most gentle way possible if they're not acting that way <clears throat> um <laughs> did you like some water <laughs> it that's really important it's us against the problem not us against each other yeah but we go through phases where we fight way more. Like, we haven't fought in ages. 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 We should have one. Yeah, let's have a fight soon. Or live on podcast. Okay. Actually, these don't go live, do they? No, they don't go live. Okay. You can edit it. I'll make, edit it in my favor. Sound, yeah. yeah. I you <laughs> um, all right. What are some habits that you do that you've learned from each other? Nose picking. I got that from you. Mm, nose picking, then eating it. That's what I've gotten from you. No, I'm kidding, guys. Ben is... No. That's you admitting that you eat your bogeys. No, I actually don't. I'm saying that's a habit <laughs> that you need to stop. Okay, okay. Um, no, real Habits talks, that we've got though. from each other. Okay, well, I probably picked up more from you, probably. Okay, yeah. I, I never used to meditate before I met Mimi. Um, Do you... And how, how has meditation changed your life? Uh, it, it, I think it just gives you... Um, it mind gives you control. those those yeah it gives you better control over your mind and particularly your thought loops mm-hmm. and i just didn't i i never really understood because i guess you like got me to read some books that understood psychology and i feel like a lot of people don't understand how the brain works and you put some good books in my way that helped me understand that i've always been interested in psychology but i kind of put it down in like early teens i was interested in early teens and then i kind of put it down and haven't looked at it since but yeah, meditation is definitely something that it doesn't, it doesn't have to be, for me, it doesn't have to be like sitting down, crossing your legs, putting your palms up to the ceiling, whatever. It can be just like a quiet moment to yourself, just doing an exercise in your mind. Like you do it on the train to work. Yeah. So I do it on the train and just, you just do a little exercise in your mind and, and just to, to boost positive thoughts rather than negative ones because negative ones just suck you into a spiral and i feel like everyone's realizing that now and that's why there's such a movement about mental health and everything and people are starting to like really be aware of it uh but yeah i'd say that kind of thing like the morning routine i obviously don't do um the journaling and everything yeah well i don't do you know everything that you do um the journaling and that kind of stuff but i feel like that's just like fuller versions of of what i do i probably do like the the entry level um but yeah that kind of stuff i i drink way less baby you gotta stop pressing the radiator sorry it's just a comfy <laughs> his foot keeps messing with it so meditation huge one yeah eating it's so no so i drink less no i've, I've switched off okay 
Uh, I, oh, drink, yeah, I drink less. Days. I go to the pub less. But I, I don't actually don't know if that's necessarily you because some of my best friends have kind of and fizzled out. Yeah, and I'm getting a bit older now, I guess. Uh, some of my best friends have like gone sober and things like that. So not just from you, but but you actually kind of stopped drinking once we started dating. Yeah, because that remember what I was saying about me being able just to be the real me and not feeling like I had to be someone else being with you. Yeah. For some reason, it yeah, gave yeah, me yeah. so much comfort. Yeah. So and I never liked being a party or drinker. So really fair enough. Well, I like um, socializing. I just didn't like getting effed up. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I do less of that, which is good. But maybe I would have done that anyway at this stage. Um, and yeah, I think I just do more productive things. Like you, you're definitely, you give out a lot of energy more than anyone I know closely. Um, and that's infectious. And I guess I have kind of more of an urge to be productive and do more things from time with you. That makes me happy. Yeah. We're power team. We're good together. We we yeah. get stuff done. Like guys, this yeah, entire you, weekend we've both been working like crazy yeah, on so our you, side hustle. You bring out good things from me in in that way. Good. Good. What about you? You have taught me how to be more chilled and cool and understated. I am very cool. You put it up you put like a this cool vibe out when you especially <laughs> no but I think sometimes in the past like I've been really like full on and I felt like I could just show all my cards you know at once and it's that's just how you communicate with people and with a lot of people that is how you communicate but in business a lot of the time you kind of have to you know keep some cards to yourself and mm-hmm. know when to use them like you've really taught me a lot about just the attitude of negotiation and business and you've taught me a lot about business which i love i started investing because of you you've taught me a lot about money yeah. you've taught me about politics <laughs> you've taught me about a lot of adult things that i never really like but had that much interest in basically i'm old no you're five years guys a, a lot of you asked how what's the age difference he's five years older so i'm 23 he's 28 um, but no, like you, you're just an intelligent guy and you've taught me a lot of things that Jeez. I never really, you know, cared that much about. Not going to lie. Yeah, like I was yeah. never huge into politics well, or we taxes. Met, we met or, when you were 21. I, when yeah. I was 21, I wasn't that interested in that kind of stuff. But yeah. But, um, yeah, so I think that, and, you know, also just like I said before, you've just like given me this ability to just thrive and like I think we are so good together in that sense because like I can just so wholeheartedly be myself with you and Mm -hmm. for some reason before that because guys for a lot of you that don't know Ben's my first boyfriend and I was single like for the entirety of my like the entirety of my life before that like I I never knew what it was really like to feel like I could just be whoever I needed to be because for some reason I had a lot of like insecurities and blocks and around love and I didn't really you know going really deep down I didn't really feel like you know I was lovable until them started to love me and like that was like a really deep core thing just because for so long I was like you know why haven't I had a partner before like I was 21 at that point and you know it it was like sad for me because I I was so obsessed with love ever since I was a kid like I loved everything about love and 
when I'd watch movies when I was even like eight years old that I, I would always just be so obsessed with the whole love concept of things. And it was really heartbreaking to me, like having being rejected so many times, not finding the right person, like not feeling like people understood me or guys wanted to, you know, it was just like this whole insecurity thing. And like being with you have, has just like kind of taken that veil off and like I've just found myself even more but not to say you can't do that with you know this is just what what happened with me obviously you can find yourself and and go through all this personal development without a boyfriend it's it's I actually think that's better to go through it before finding the partner for you you know I often regret not getting there before I met Ben because like I just feel like I would have been a different person meeting you off bat you know so what do you think about that? That's pretty pretty good, pretty true. Yeah, I know I remember at the beginning you it, you could tell that you hadn't had a boyfriend before because you had like quite a different understanding of what love was and it was all based on like movies and things like that. And I still I love movie moments. No, I, I, and mo- they do exist. Movie moments for sure, but but like a lot of the things you didn't have like an understanding or appreciation for and then once you got into it you st- they were like completely new things that you realized it kind of like mm. changed your understanding mm-hmm. of, of what the best bits are. Yeah. It's, it's more, you know, the things that you wouldn't think, I think my favorite part. So loving you, it's, it's like I, the tiniest things that aren't in movies, the things that are just so subtle and little, and then you just notice it and you're like, Whoa. You know, it's not those making out in the rain type moments, which I still need to do one day. Well, it was raining out there. But well, then you... why didn't you grab me? Why didn't we go outside? You know, that's something I've always wanted to do. Okay. The Next snuggles time. as well. Oh, yeah. My favorite thing is just like smelling you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? All the time? No, not when you're stanky. Um, next question. Okay, so... How long have we been dating? Two years, like next week, basically. Um, That's a quick one. Yeah, <laughs> that was quick. Quick answer. What? What? Oh, what were the first impressions of each other? What is was that, your is that first? To me? Yeah, well, like I'll tell you mine, and you okay, tell me yours. Okay, uh, you you were very confident and sure of yourself in a good way, not like a trying to be confident way, and you seemed like beyond your years. Um, in terms of uh, just like conversationally and just as a person and you were quite impressive. I thought you were just different from uh, a lot of girls. I dated a lot of girls in the lead up to meeting you um, and you definitely stood out. You were just come very different mm-hmm. uh, in a good way. Um, so that was my first impression. Anything that you thought of me that now you look back and you're like, how did I think that? Because she's so not that. Uh, no, not really. I think I got a really good impression of your deep core personality, like quite quick. Really? And I feel like it's something, I, I saw something that a lot of people wouldn't have seen. How? Why? Because I saw your deep down personality, which you said that you took, that you, that I helped you unlock. And that I I feel like a lot of people, particularly people that, might know you from me and Chelsea or something just wouldn't have seen like, yeah, m- maybe some people that have l- followed that and listened to the podcast 
would know, but I know a lot of people. Oh, the that, podcast listeners know the real me. Yeah, they the, know the exactly, poor me. Exactly. So I and but that I feel like back at that time wasn't as easily uncovered. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no. The past two years, the past yeah. year, I think it's I been felt me. like I saw that like straight away, and I don't know why. I felt it just felt really. Uh, it felt different. Our our interaction just felt uh, like it was just straight to really. Yeah. I think since I started the podcast a year ago, that since I've like I, I've really opened up, and I think people have just really seen the real me. Yeah, that's where your your followers and everything have really understood what you're actually like versus people that you know may have followed you before or saw you, you know, in reality show and just saw someone that just really wasn't you. Yeah, well, it's all fake, right? Yeah, but I guess some people on that probably actually are like they are on. Yeah, show, it's really weird. Like honestly, some storylines, some people like it's just bang on real, yeah. but then mo- a lot of them, most of them, are not. Like I, I feel like it really just depends the situation. What's actually real and what's not. Like it, it's it's not black or white. It's not oh this show is fake or oh this show is real. It's like it's a weird muddy middle bit. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, um, trying to disassociate myself from that part of my life still. <laughs> I think a lot of the podcast listeners, though, don't come from when I was on the show. Like, I get messages all the time from people being like, oh, I just found you through your podcast. Like, and I really like that. I, yeah. I'm yeah, happy that I'm kind of building that audience because uh, yeah. um, not to say that I don't love my OG girls, but I feel like like this is just my mission right now is to have this this brand and this whole get out the messages that you yeah like, no this is just what i like mimi b and what i'm doing with blushy and what i'm doing with everything else like that's just what i'm doing now you know mimi on a reality show almost three years ago is just not <laughs> relevant whatsoever so i'm just not interested in even being associated to that because it just wasn't who i was you know mm-hmm. um but yeah, anyway, next question. Um, do you and Ben plan for the future together or are you more relaxed about what's to come? We plan for the future, but it's not like uh it's not like rigid plans. It's it's kind of aspirational things, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think maybe they're asking in a sense like do we just take it day by day or are we like sure of each other? Oh, yeah. I I'm I'm sure of you. I'm sure of you too. Yeah. No, no I think no, she's we, saying planning for the future. Like, do you say, oh, we're going to live here. We're going to, we're going to get she married means, in like, this are many we, years. No, I think she means like, are you, do you talk about having kids? Do you talk about getting married? Do you talk about all that stuff? Like, we're both sure that we're going to do the, all those things. Yeah, we talk, we talk about it, but we're not like, you know, it's not like like firm plans or anything yeah we don't we don't put timing to everything okay this is it we don't put timing to everything but we are both aware that we want to get married and have kids one day and you know move in together like correct all those things but Uh we just don't put timings on it and especially because your life is uh life is pretty crazy up in the air so many things with work you guys hear me say this all the time like so many projects that might happen might not happen so many things up in the air so many different directions life can go in um, but yeah, we're like, when I go back to London and actually, you know, find a flat there, like we're going to move in together and stuff. So, yeah. 
that's the next step, I guess. But honestly, like it feels just so natural. And like, let's talk about that moving in with each other. Cause there's a question here about that as well. So I feel like so many people move in with their partner before they're actually ready. And just cause they feel like that's what they should do. But my biggest piece of advice is do not move in with a partner if you aren't a hundred percent sure about it, because like if you actually see them long-term, like those are the moments, you know, you can't get these moments back. Right. And I think moving in with someone else is a huge step, especially if you want to be with them so long-term and it means that you're never really going to be living alone again, potentially. Right. So I think now we're really ready. I think maybe six months ago we weren't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're probably right. Actually, this is us probably having that conversation <laughs> for the first time, quite candidly, for for like the first time, realizing that we probably definitely are ready. Well, no, we've spoken about. It. I think we're ready now. Yeah, no, I think we are. Um, but I think six months ago, and we've also we spoke about it six months ago, and I was, we were both kind of like, yeah, like you know, we will one day, like when things settle down, when I get my new visa and all that stuff, but. I don't know if we were ready six months ago. I think we had yeah. to go through more stuff and exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like right now. Yeah. Seems to be. Um, but we, yeah, because we have some of our happiest times, like at a place where we feel like is privately our home. Yeah. Like for anyone listening that doesn't know Mimi's living in France right now, she's got her own apartment. It's very nice. And I've been coming over every weekend mm-hmm. and staying and it's just, the nicest thing I used to spe- usually spend pretty much most weekends at Mimi's when she was in London but this kind of feels different because it's like her own place and there's we don't actually really know anyone else where we are um and I guess it is kind of like for three days out of seven a week it's it's basically like living together and it's quite blissful living together without really going to work and coming back you know it's living together 24 yeah, 7 intensively yeah and we're so we're we've never gotten that well, sick of each other at all no not even close well yeah i, I annoy you sometimes it's, it's oh yeah fun. but then i yell at you and then yeah it's fine you annoy me sometimes oh yeah yeah um you're more you're more annoying than i'm just better i'm just better at it um you'll just start like singing in a really awful voice like my sister's ex-boyfriend <laughs> i i don't i don't do that much no if i'm annoying you i actually try and yeah I, you, you're I, I will, very I will good at it i will succeed but then you know when my when my fuse is you know yeah, 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 yeah. Like i you, never take it too far over you, and actually you're not an angry person anyway so um but no back to the point it's no the time we we kind of spend together in a place that feels like our own place is very very blissful and mm-hmm. it's something that we only look forward to. Um, and I never, ever had the feeling of needing to escape. Yeah. Which is really nice. Because they're both introverts. And I know. You know? Yeah. And I know a lot of people get that. And that's like a easy thing. Wait, I think we're, we're introverts, but we're extroverted introverts. So that's what I always say. Like, I need to recharge. You need to recharge being kind of in an environment that's low-key and safe and i'd say to make that a bit clearer you and i both like spending time in quiet more alone yeah uh spaces than anywhere else but we also sometimes like to go out and get attention 
Oh, yeah, 100%. We're so similar in that way. Yeah. We love attention. But, but the majority <laughs> of the time, we we like being in a peaceful, quiet place, mm-hmm. being like locked away. Whereas some people like having like people around them the whole time so that they can just share their thoughts the whole time. No, it's overwhelming. Well, I guess we I do that with each other, but I, I, but I don't, I don't feel... like other people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Other, other than if I'm going out and showing off. <laughs> and yeah, and you, I know you're all the same as well. Yeah, I am. Yeah, if we're but being very honest. We love to be social, but we also, like, the main thing is that we just like doing our own thing, you know, at our own time, and and that's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think more and more we both realize that, like, the smaller our core social group is, like, the more quality it is and, like, the better it is. Like, we, we both, I don't think, are people that can – be friends with 30 different people at once you know i'm not a huge social circle person i know you have all your guys from uni and stuff and like you like going out with not, all of not, them not uni school or school um yeah. but like i think just quality friendships over quantity is something we both agree on yeah definitely but let's answer some more questions okay so um where do you want to settle down together in the future where we have no idea? Oh, that is a good question. There's a lot of places. Do you know what? Actually, we both really like variety and like seeing different parts of the world and spending different time in different places. Like I lived in Japan for a, a year and that was like one of the most special years of my mm-hmm. life for sure. And you've spent time in different countries. Mm-hmm. We're not, a, a lot of people like to just, not, like I know so many people that, you know, we're were born in the English countryside and they just want to go back to the English countryside and stay there. Whereas I would love to literally live a year in all these different places. And I know you feel the same. Mm-hmm. So that's another very convenient. I think we'll alignment. have homes in different places. Like I think we'll have a place in London and a place in LA. Cheers. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, okay. What do you like slash dislike most about the other partner? We can be honest. Mm-hmm. You can be honest. What do I like the most about you? Um, start with dislike. Start with dislike. <laughs> um, that's a that's a difficult one to come up with because it's not something that would ever be present in my mind. Again, it's like the meditation. You don't focus on negatives. You don't think about them because then they'll go and it could be something small loops. Um, in terms of disliking, um, I'm trying to think of mine for you, and I literally can't think of anything. Okay, I have mine. Go on. Sometimes, not this is not like an all the time thing. Go on. You hate Sometimes me. I hate no. <laughs> Sometimes you're t- so immature. And I just need you to be serious. It's great to be immature in certain moments. And we have so much humor together because of both of our immaturity. But sometimes I just need you to not be so immature. Okay. Well, okay. I would say I've thought of mine now. Mm-hmm. Um, I triggered you. Yeah. Uh, so when, and it's not often, but when we get into those big, deep fights, yeah. I feel like you can let your emotions get the better of you and then oh yeah for sure th- things can get really out of control okay so guys that, i'll tell you what happens that's a tough that but it's a rare thing but it's deadly okay so this is what happens 
I get very sensitive at something and the like the the most simple thing that could happen to for me to calm down and get over it is for Ben to be like babe I didn't mean it that way don't worry you're overthinking this but then sometimes he gets offended okay but if I said you're overthinking this that okay but no if you said it in a nice way that's like babe come on like I didn't mean that you know what I mean so that happens and then I spiral because Ben does not give me the reaction that my emotions need. Right, but for the for those listening, if 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 it was as simple as what Mimi has just said, then it would never get out of control. But it would. You try to do those words, and the reaction is no. But you don't mean it. Saying it and mean like it. actually meaning At, it. Right, is but different. then but then you mean it, and then she says you don't mean it. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, try being in that situation. Okay, okay. So, what happens? I It just spirals because more and more the responses just are not loving. And I think when we fight and you're not, like, cuddly and loving, if you're just, like, annoyed at me too, I just, yeah. like, cannot handle it emotionally because I'm such a sensitive person, like, especially yeah. with you. You're the person I'm most sensitive with. Like, I, I thought I was sensitive in every other area of my life. Like, with you, it's, like... I am so sensitive and emotional. So I think that is the reason why sometimes it spirals and it's because of the ability or the disability of of you sometimes. Are you saying that I'm disabled? No. Oh, my God. Okay. No. It's sometimes the inability, not disability, inability for you to show me what I need to see. But we well, don't get into those fights often. Well, luckily, I do love you, so... Okay, well, luckily, I love you, too. Next question. <laughs> this is so mushy, guys. By the way, it's a Sunday night, 9.30 p.m. I'm actually going to post this tonight. This is, like, real time. This is pretty much live. I'm just going to throw this out tonight. Um, but we're, like, really sleepy, so sorry if the energy is a bit low. Um, okay, one more question, because we're already at 45 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Um okay 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 how do you keep the spark alive in a long-term relationship especially long distance well first of all i would say i know you've said it quite a few times but i don't feel like we're really long distance because we're not like at the moment i'm seeing you every weekend i mean it's three days out of seven um but we're making the commitment to do that I, i guess our lives aren't boring i mean that that helps um you know like we're we're traveling to a different country to to meet each other because we can't both be in England like it's it's not the most dull circumstances um and i mean i'll go back to what i said about the the friendship being right at the core um and if you've got that amazing friendship you're never going to get bored um, and I think a lot of older couples say that anyway, but in terms of the spark, um, keep, keep being at your best so that you're both attracted to each other. Like I know it's not always about physical things, but so working on yourself in whatever way, just to keep yourself being attractive. Don't just like let yourself go because you're, mm-hmm. um, safely in a relationship or whatever you want to keep getting hotter, keep, um, getting hotter yeah being more successful yeah what i mean by getting hotter is like stay in stay in shape like try and get better shape like i feel like humans are meant to try and progress 
hundred percent. We're all meant to just try to move forward in any exactly, way, right? Yeah, that's kind of like how the brain's wired, I think. Um, but yeah, just keep keep trying to like be better, be be a more attractive person in every way you know whether it's like working on yourself and not for the partner but for you exactly for you and then and then that is an attractive quality and then you're both gonna have that spark because every time you see each other you're gonna think oh my god they're working on themselves like well, they have I, their I've, shit together I've, yeah because every time you see them they're that little bit better and you're like oh my god they yeah. just got hotter or oh my god they're they're doing this and it's yeah. attractive and they're like working on yourself in each each of you working on yourselves keeps that spark i think yeah whereas if someone's just sluggish and just chills then then that that will happen you you'll it'll change how the the partner thinks about you so it's not it's not like there's that pressure but do it for yourself yeah you want to improve yourself anyway yeah i'm going to agree with you because i think the most attractive thing is bettering yourself in every way when it's meeting a new friend and she or he is like really into working on themselves working on their career their business like their goals and their dreams like that is such an attractive quality with any kind of human you know what i mean so that's how you keep the spark alive so just much. keep Honestly, focusing on I'm yourself so, having so, a life so for you outside of the, the relationship is so yeah, important i think like both having different things going on and having things to talk about and bringing to the table and like you know not just having your life revolve around the other person and like having your own shit going on and then also just coming together in this beautiful friendship where you are improving yourselves individually. It's it's just, that's kind of how to keep it alive. And also you need to have that core fundamental love and attraction towards each other, I think. But I'm, so for example, I might have not seen Mimi for like three weeks or something and she's she's been on the body reset plan and then I come back and I'm like, wow, she looks different she looks amazing and i'm thinking oh my god she's so hot <laughs> and you get the same feeling like like when you see someone you've never seen before maybe mm. not that i ever get attracted to anyone that i haven't seen before only my munskin yeah but um that's what i call mimi munskin um but but yeah like just what i said it's true because you know, we get attracted, like, as human beings, we are attracted to people that are ambitious and want to better themselves. And it's just the same thing like with thriving, you, you know, with you and your, your new kind of side biz, like, watching you work on that, like, that really is just so attractive to me watching you go to the gym and like, you're, you know, you've transformed your, bo- your body and, I you mean, know, yeah, I mean, I look good before. But, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're super muscly now. It's like, it's just nice, like both thriving and wanting to better each other. So that's kind of our big tips. But guys, we're almost at an hour here and we're sleepy. Yeah, I need to rehydrate. You need to rehydrate? We both drink a lot of water as well. Yeah, it's a fun tip. Anyway, okay. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Sorry, it was a bit low energy, but we're sleepy as hell. And I feel like it was full of information though. It was full of, yeah, full of info. And that's pretty much it. Make sure to let me know what you think about this episode in the review section, please. And let me know as well if you want to have Ben on again. We can do something more targeted, like a targeted topic. We can do like life advice from Ben or something. Okay. Bye, guys. Night.